Are you getting hungry? Is that why this is behind me? Sorry. No, it's okay. I can just see. I hear you huffing and puffing and moving around. Okay, we should just order something. Order something. Order something Taco Bell. Oh my god. What should, oh. she, what should she eat, guys? Anything. Eat for me, because I can't. Cake. Chris says cake. Is she feeling salt, salty food, sweet food? Yeah, what do you, what do you care right now? Salty or sweet? It's Taco Bell, guys. It's going to be Taco Bell. Guys. <laughs> it's going to be Taco Bell. I'm telling that right now. She's saying, how about I figure that out? It's going to be Taco Bell. Get Wendy's. Chris Quest says Wendy's. Ooh, Burger King. Oh, protein. I don't like this game. Talk, it's Taco Bell. I'm too hungry for this. <laughs> it's Taco Bell. I'm too hungry for this. Protein. Hang, she said hangry. Pure protein. It, it wings. No, she doesn't like wings that much. Oh. Just steak. Finnegan, can you get off my cue? Okay. How about cat? Eat the cat. Chris, take take it. Eat the cat. <laughs> <laughs> He's a he's a good chunk. He's a good chunk boy. Absolute unit. Hey, welcome to the Let's Get Gaming podcast, your source for news, reviews, and sometimes maybe again. One day, we might do an interview. <laughs> Who knows? I'm this week's host, Sad Boy Dad. Join with me, my friends. You might know him as the other dad group, man, dude. Husband to his wife. Doesn't know what she should get for food tonight. Stefano Fontana. Kind of sounds like an obituary. I like it. <laughs> Stefano was a husband. A, a father. Husband, a father. Enjoyed Taco Bell. Enjoyed Loved Taco by Bell. all. Hated by many. Also a sad boy dad. <laughs> How's it going, well, guys? You know, it's it's one of those things. You get to a certain age and everything's over. And <laughs> you've peaked, you know what I mean? <laughs> the sun is setting on your life. You know, sun's going down, big guy. And that's right. You don't know real low. from here. Yeah. These are the days of our lives. <laughs> Remember when we used to like cry sing that song in your car was calling? What it wasn't that song. Yeah, the one with uh it was the Queen song. These are I'm not gonna sing it. <laughs> the days yeah, it's, it's a good one for us to get a copyright strike. I, I I mean I cried singing that song. You might have cried, I did. Well, I might as well introduce him. He's he here. Keeps talking. <laughs> he, he keeps talking. He was born in January of 1992. Jacob Giesler, a piano tuner, and his mother, Monica Schwartz, an opera singer. The two were also married to other people when they started having an affair, but then came together to have the baby in 1980. Uh, and sorry, in 1990. His mother left his father, Newton, and he was then raised by his father and his uncle, Ela Giesler, a musical engineer, who later taught Newton, I mean Pasquale, the basics of electronics. A fan of manga and monster movies, a combination of both genres piqued his interest in all 
areas of silence. In 2013 to 14, he was 23 at the time of August 10th when the first kaiju attacked San Francisco. In the aftermath of the event and the formation of the Pan-Pacific Defense Corps, he began to communicate with Herman Gottlieb through written correspondence. Pasquale would then maintain a tight report through written communications with Herman for the next three years. In 2015 to 2016, he is then the second youngest student to be admitted into MIT. He received six doctorates by 2015 and taught at MIT for over six years until 2016. He then pioneered research in artificial tissue replication. In the same year, he then joined the Jaeger Academy. In 2020, he then was assigned to the Hong Kong Shatter Dome with Herman Gottlieb. Pasquale then aided the Defense Corps of the Rangers by determining the weakness and origins against the Kaiju as they fought. Pasquale and then and Herman then are all that's left of the research division when the Jaeger program's funding was cut and its respective shatter domes were all shut down. Pasquale also invented the milking machine, a device that extracts noxious chemicals from a kaiju's glands and then used for special classification. Pasquale would invite. He, he would invent the milking machine, wouldn't he? You fuck. <laughs> uh, hi, not, not a sad dad, just sad. What's up? Just sad. <laughs> you know, I gave you this long-winded biography, and... Yeah, I'll this, be honest. That was it. I'm lost. <laughs> just a little bit. Talking, Jaegers? Kaiju? Come on. Jaegers? I just, I just, I just gave you a biography for Charlie Day's character from Pacific Rim. Oh, (laughs) I totally forgot he was in that. That's an an amazing bit. You know what though? Chris is burying burying the lead because his birthday was yesterday. Oh, see, I was, I was going to sneak this in here that no one remembered because you're all horrible friends, and. Here, here you are. You probably looked at my Instagram story that I snuck in there just to get some stragglers to give me some attention. Uh, here you, you brought it up, so I'm glad you brought it up because I'm gonna say, you know, maybe, maybe I'm just a better friend because I remember all of your birthdays and wish you guys your birthday like a happy birthday on your birthday. But you know, I'm bad at looking at birthdays. <laughs> happy birthday. It's belated. I'm not going to say it now. Belated. <laughs> Don't worry. On on June 20th of next year, I'll be sure to remember. Your <laughs> and uh, Pasquale, God next September it. the 24th, I'll remember yours. Oh, okay. Don't worry. I'll never forget October 12th to the day I die. Okay. Yeah. October 12th. And if Not Pat was here, I, I'd be sure to tell him that on January 9th, I'd be sure to wish him a happy birthday as well. This but, is you know, why we're a sad dad. That's fine. You know what? I see how it is. And I'm, you know, sometimes I'm just you just get to a, sometimes you just get to an age where all you're waiting is is your inevitable heat death of the universe, <laughs> and you know that's the only thing you have left to look forward to is the sweet embrace but, of death. But you have you have Pokemon coming. That's true. The Pokemon <laughs> is coming. And we did get a fun little uh, trailer this week, actually on my birthday, 
uh, that I still don't know what the hell I look and I even seen like I it, it was like a VTuber influencer gym leader that is in the game and she was yelling at me and I still don't understand what the hell it was trying to I liked it I didn't like it I was confused I don't know I don't I don't understand what the information it was trying to tell me I just I couldn't follow along uh, this little adorable VTuber girl was shouting in Japanese at me and uh, I could not follow what she was trying to, to push on the Pokemon Scarlet Violet game so you know well I am actually sorry for missing your birthday. That was not cool. That's okay. Yeah, me too. It's just another day. But did you do anything fun? Um, we played some video games. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just another day. It's just another day. Honestly. Mm. It's okay. Like, the faster I forget my birthday, the better. The, fa- yeah. Yeah, the, the faster it's over, the better. That's the way I look at it. For the record, I have gone a few birthdays in the past where nobody said it to me. So it oh, my God. Pasquale is the victim. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, my God. He just can't let himself fucking not be the victim here. No, I'm ca- not to this be is- the victim, to say we share the, the sadness of that. So just- to kind of give things into perspective here, uh, we were introduced to a video uh, this week <laughs> in the Discord. It says that uh, every guy friend group has oh. is it like the four or five types of friends. And a little bit of debating went between. So usually you have the victim. And everyone automatically defaulted that Hi. Pasquale is <laughs> the victim of the friend group. Yeah. Uh, next, you have the glue. Um, I think, I think you guys gave it to, uh, Zach, but you also said, I am also the glue, which clearly not, uh, the glue is only relevant when you're in person with each other. So that's definitely true. Um, I forget what the other, the other, there, there's another, the instigator, the the instigator and the dad. Okay. And then the dad, and then sometimes the whore. Yeah, which is also <laughs> definitely Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> Although the, the the video did say that that goes around like that, everyone yeah. everyone becomes the whore once in a while. Uh, for us, that's the I feel joke. like that's accurate. <laughs> so so who? Yeah, 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 out of the out of the three of us here, I guess who fits into which uh, category here? I guess. I mean, like I said, Pasquale is the victim. Did you see that? Just fucking oh, yeah. just having his own moment here, yeah. and he's like, "Wait, I also hate." Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's that's no, a, nine I, years I ago. I stubbed nine years ago. I stubbed my toe, and I just never f- forgot the feeling. Yeah, and no one I, said to ask me if I was okay. I, yeah. dicks. And my dog stepped on a bee. Some some might say <laughs> I'm not yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm I not. would say yeah. Pasquale is definitely the victim. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chris is you. I'm talking to you in the third person. You're yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. A little. I think you're de- you're the, you're probably two. You're probably you're definitely the glue, and I would say you're the glue. And I feel like you're also kind of an instigator. I, I think oh, yeah, I'm, you, I'm, you two and Pat, all three of you are instigators. I think we have to be the instigator because you're the victim. It, it, so that's kind of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm that definitely like something the victim might say. <laughs> that's right, exactly. I'm definitely the dad. And I feel like 
I'm, a, I'm definitely dad and instigator. I feel like we're all jokers though, because the, the, the comment is like the jokers, they just all get together and they, it's straight, and as the Australians say, it's straight bants. Yeah. I don't know if you can, if you can have someone that's just one role, I think in a perfect like group of guys, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I don't think so. Because, because not, not everyone fits into like one category except for Pasquale like who's clearly just the victim but <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking obviously I know or am I <laughs> either way either way yeah I'll take the win <laughs> so as tradition we do go around our little call I guess you would call it I would say zoom call but that's not not what we're on um what have you guys been playing this week I finished uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man, and nice. I platinumed it. So, so you did two playthroughs? Yeah. It does, honestly, the second playthrough, just going story mission to story mission, does not take long at all in that game. That's all right. Yeah, so it's it's like another maybe two or three hour play. Did you enjoy day. playing uh, Miles Morales? I did. It's all about... For that, like the the story was decent. It's all about the gameplay, though. It's just it's just fun to swing around and beat people up. Um, and you you played the first Spider Man as, as yeah, well, right? Yeah. yeah. So is it just it, as just as fluid as the as that one, or is it just is oh, it yeah, just, just feel like the same just game? Good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same system, and they just reskin stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like it actually is good to play because at the ending, it kind of gives you an insight of probably what's going to be in the next game. Right. Or not probably, definitely, because it's heavily leaning on that. And after seeing the Spider-Man 2 trailer, it's like, well, you know it's what's going on already, kind of. Right. So I saw that. I just played it out of order, but whatever. It still works. Um, cool. Yeah. But now I started playing The Outer Worlds. Oh, you're also playing that. Yeah. Cool. No, I'm not uh, too far. I'm just in the first area still. Yeah, yeah. I... I... I um I'm also playing that. I just uh I actually just finished the first section right there. So oh, nice. I'm not too much further than you. Yeah. I heard the the, the whole game is like thirty eight hours or something, just the main story, and then everything else is like maybe eighty. Well it's a it's it's like a fallout game, so yeah. The the more you look around, the the more there is to do. So yeah, exactly. But I kind of it kind of feels like it's Fallout mixed with um, Borderlands a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Based it's on a little bit funnier than Fallout, yeah. Yeah, based on the comedy and even the style a little bit, kind of Borderland-ish. Kind of. Yeah. Because Obsidian's a little more fun. Yeah. So. Um, how are you guys liking it? Pretty good. Well, it's cool I just kind of started, but Chris? Yeah, yeah I've... Um... I actually kind of just started getting more into it now. Like I, I got to play a few hours this week and uh, I'm, I'm enjoying like kind of like going around. I don't think I'm going to try and platinum this one just cause it's going to take me like no. multiple playthroughs and stuff like that. So um, I think I'm just going to try and get this one done like straightforward and, and move on to the next game. But like uh, I, I enjoy uh, like Fallout and and the other scroll series. So, uh, playing a game like this that isn't tied to Bethesda, uh, is kind of interesting to see. Mm-hmm. 
and you can see some like uh differences that are like that bethesda does have where it's like oh i kind of wish it was like this just because I, I can get I'm, i don't remember if obsidian has done another game similar to this or not but fallout well, new vegas they also did the original fallout oh i guess that's true um the, the original developers I, yeah. I, it's more f- my only issue i think is with the ui a little bit um, yeah i like i know what menu. you're talking about yeah yeah it's because it feels like it's kind of clunky and i feel like there's some missing options yeah but, yeah. yeah i i've found a few times where like i've tried to do something and i'm realizing like i have to hold square and yeah. it's 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 almost like i press square and i didn't hold it long enough or i didn't do the holding fast enough or something like that or um I'll go to switch something and then I'll accidentally hit the wrong button and it flips me off what I was trying to do. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even really specific of like how to like equip items and like use everything. It's just like, okay, you're in the world now. Go figure it out. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah I totally understand that. All right. What's really cool about the game is you kind of talk yourself almost out of every situation. You'll find that yeah. like, yeah, your stats really make a difference. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was been I've been playing. So remember, I, brought, I think I brought this game up a few weeks ago. But Coffee Talk, yeah. What was that so, about again? It's an indie game. And it's pixel art. It's actually really beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. But you are a. <clears throat> so I didn't know enough about it. I just downloaded it, and I didn't, right before we started last time. So I'm finally playing it. And uh, you play a barista who owns a cafe that is only open at, at midnight onwards. Okay. So you open a coffee shop at night, which is a, which is weird. Okay. But the premise is that you're in a world with a like fantasy world in modern day Seattle. So it's like 2020 Seattle. But there's elves, orcs. You oh. know, it's like D and D, but now. Cool. And then so people come in and like talk to you and tell you their story and what's going on. And like it's like <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, like elves don't want to date succubuses and like you're like talking <laughs> to them and you're making their coffee. And you have like an app that has recipes, so you have to like actually remember what they want. So they'll be like, "I want something that's bitter and 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 milky." So then you're like, "Okay, so I know these ingredients. How can I make something that's kind of those things?" And, you, and they have like like bitter bars, sweet, oh. um, warm, and soothing, or something like that. Those are right, four right. different like stats. And you have to like make them a drink. Based on the thing they tell you, so it's like so it's kind of like having mini games while you're being told a story. Yeah, exactly. It's like a yeah, it's a, essentially just a uh, um, a visual novel with slight wow. coffee making video mini games. Right, <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Interesting. And it's like lo-fi synth music. <laughs> it's I a very you game. Putting yeah, me to bed before game. I came to this podcast. It's it's good so far though. I like it. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's chill. It's really, like I said, really pretty to look at. The art's really cool. Um, and the writing is is okay so far, so hopefully it stays that way. Nice, cool. nice. Um, I've also abandoned Deathloop because I don't care anymore. <laughs> again. No, you, um, you went a good week or two with that. Yeah, it just, yeah, I don't know. I just don't have the patience to put up with something I'm not enjoying, you know? It's not working for me. I'm yeah. Not so you were enjoying it, and then as you get going, uh, it's kind of pu- like pulling your interest away? Yeah, it's just like, like I said last week, like, I just don't, I don't like the, the roguelike elements of like repeating the same days over and over again and like, right, working your way through the same levels, it's like the same four levels. Mm-hmm. 
kind of find different clues and like that's just not for me i don't think yeah maybe i okay. should try it i kind of if it's like clue based and stuff like that i kind of do i think you'd really it. like it i think you'd yeah. really like it yeah i, I recommend anyone who like likes details and like likes good gameplay to play it because i think it could be for you if you can get past the whole like doing the same thing level not right. same thing i won't say that same levels mm-hmm. again. Well, i'll check it out hmm well, uh, in the addition to playing the Outer Worlds, um, I actually just got done doing a playthrough of Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, what made you play that? Alice and I were looking for something to play with each other um, while we were visiting her parents, and uh, yeah. I brought my Switch, and that was just like something that we knew that we both really enjoyed playing, and and we knew like that was something that we could just you know go through not have to worry about it being too competitive and just right. have a, like a good time with it and yeah i think we blazed through 95 percent of that game within like three or four days so That's did you do the classic older brother younger brother trick where like first to die and then you never die so you never hand the controller over or no so it's it's a two-player so uh obviously i played as mario and she played as <laughs> luigi uh except i'm i'm a lot rustier at playing this game than i remember uh like once upon a time like i could i could run that game and like never die and i don't know if it's if it's just from not having the same feel with the controller like uh like i tried playing with the half joy con and like i cannot play with with the half a joy con like i can't do it yeah you you need a d-pad for that game yeah, hundred percent. And uh, and then when I switched to the uh, the pro controller, I I noticed like I had an easier time with it, but like it's still it's still not the same as playing with a Super Nin- Nintendo controller, right? Right. Uh, so um, when when's the last time you played that? The last time I played it, uh, well, I played it a little bit when the um the Super Nintendo Classic was released. Oh, okay. But before that, I think it was a few years after high school. I had a friend uh, crash for a couple of days and we were playing like a bunch of old uh, like Super Nintendo and 64 games. And yeah, we sat down and, and beat that thing like 100%. Like I remember doing Star Road and, and beating the special levels, which is like one of the hardest things you can do in that mm-hmm. game. So... Yeah, I go back and play games that I used to play ten, as a kid. I'm like, years, yeah. so, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, it's, it's got to be like 10 years since I like fully played that game. Mm-hmm. I go back and play games I used to play as a kid, and I'm like, am I, am I just like shit at games now? Or like, because I used to beat these games no problem, and now I'm like, I got what nothing. I'm think, what I'm thinking is that we're spoiled now by like responsiveness of controllers and gaming, whereas back then they might not have been so responsive. So we our our play style adjusted to that back then and now mm-hmm. we're just like oh we're expecting it to be fast and we're we're, we're just shit because <laughs> we're not expecting it i guess Mentally. well even i remember getting um the hd version of earthworm gym on the ps3 mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> the the difficulty thing was like easy normal hard original so, <laughs> yeah you know it it was one of those things where like 
yeah, video games were a lot harder when we were younger because they had to make the difficulty so hard to justify like a like a sixty dollar price tag, which like translates yeah. to to like today dollars is like almost a hundred and something dollars for a game. Yeah, and a game that was only like five hours long. Yeah, if, well, they had to that, make it longer somehow, so make it harder. Yeah. Like some of the some of the hardest games are like the Disney games. I don't know if you ever played like The Lion King or yeah. um, Aladdin. Like those games are ridiculously hard. With DuckTales, that game was fucking hard. Yeah. Mm. Everyone, I, I got re-released on PS4, I think, right? I think it got a re-release. That game was dope. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a copy of that for the Sega Genesis. I found that at a, at a uh, Value Village for like five bucks about 10, 10, 12 years ago. I feel like Back, you know, when you could thrift things. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> it doesn't end up at Value Village anymore, does it? No, like stuff like that. Like a big problem with collecting like retro video games right now is that thrift stores aren't really being thrift stores anymore they're they're kind of just being like another retailer or like a like a retro retailer like they're selling stuff at like ridiculously high prices even though the stuff is donated to them especially like value village which doesn't have any kind of uh charitable action to it mm-hmm. which which is kind of upsetting like like if you think about it, like you you donate your stuff to Value Village, that's just going into into the CEO's pocket. Like any profit goes into the company. Like it's not going yeah. towards helping anyone that needs like anything, right? Like you're you're not helping anyone but the company. Yeah, their charitable. I I worked there was my first job. Their charitable action is like whatever clothes they don't sell yeah. get sent out for people who need clothes. Like it's not like. Yeah, it's not really charity until like they can't make money off of it. They just thrifted themselves. So. Yeah. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Like, like when they first opened, like you were able to find things for cheap. Like you might find like, uh, like games for like five bucks or something like that. Now, like I walked into mine about two weeks ago, and someone had donated a sealed copy of Final Fantasy VII game, like the the green label one for the for the PS One, wow. and they want three hundred dollars for it, like something <laughs> that was given to them for free. They're asking three hundred dollars. That's bullshit. <laughs> it yeah, it's insane. Yeah. And then you got you got companies like Goodwill that if you donate any kind of like gaming thing for them, they don't put it on their shelves. It gets sent to uh, like another uh, location and they put it on eBay and then they put the price up like. Wow. At like high prices. Yeah. Like and it's insane. Money, the money probably goes in again into the CEO's pocket. Not even. Yeah. Like I don't even, I don't even think Goodwill really donates a whole lot. I might be wrong, but. Or it's a portion at least. It's great. I mean, even their clothes. Like I went to Value Village recently, and I like there's some jackets that are like forty bucks. I'm like, dude, you didn't pay that for that jacket. Why are you? Like it's a hundred percent profit for you. Like yeah, yeah. It's even five dollars yeah. is like yeah. Like you're not you're not getting it to like um like uh, I don't know if this is local just to like here, but like a like a Saint Vincent de Paul or whatever, it's, or like a 
a mission thrift or whatever kind of like you know something that, that at least has like a charitable action to it but yeah. you know who knows how do we even get on this <laughs> retro games yeah Man. oh right okay somehow <laughs> you know but you know who how else do get, how do we get anything how do we get to anywhere how do we get anything you know why are we here that's <laughs> right here we go. who are we <laughs> who are we What's the point? You know what I mean? Are, yeah. What are, we are we okay? I'm not okay. <laughs> Trust is me. anyone? What is okay? What's okay? I have a good transition to this. Boomstinger. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things that are overpriced uh, for no reason, Ubisoft thinks that you should pay $120 for Far Cry 6, Game oh, of the Year fuck. edition. But here's the like here's the kicker. Far Cry 6 didn't win any kind of game of the year award. Yeah. Game of the year. Someone on a podcast called it them called it the game of the year. They're like, this is our chance. Oh shit, yeah, Yeah. why not? So like in this article, uh the sub headline even says, Does this mean I can declare myself as the employee of the month? Far Cry 6 Game of the Year edition launches uh, this Friday, I believe. And they want $120 for the Game of the Year edition. So several things makes this game weird, uh, but it includes... Let's see here. It's Well, it's the PS4. You get Far Cry 6 consists of all the current available DLC, the upcoming Lost Between Worlds expansion, and... The tw- the 2013 Far Cry 3 expansion Blood Dragon. <laughs> okay. Pretty random. First uh, of all, that's free on PS Plus if you have a premium account. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is also throwing in three cosmetic and weapon packs. And uh, yeah, even all this like special edition bundles are supposed to be at... The- at or below the original uh msrp but you know they are giving you the full caboodle for full price <laughs> thanks so much ubi i'm so glad like, i can play this game no one wants to play and that's, How old that's is this game again it's like three months old no it's it's three years but the thing is is like everyone considers far cry 6 to be like one of the worst in the series <laughs> Even though you have like a star like Jean Carlo uh, as like yeah. your main villain, uh, I know Stefano, you played this game, right? I tried to. He quit yeah. this game. From from other people that I've heard play like this game, um, you see him for maybe a total of ten minutes in this entire game. Wow. He shows up in some cutscenes. He's just yeah. here to drag you in. It, it's it's like he's like the the big bad evil guy, but like he's just like the ghost of the big bad evil guy. <laughs> yeah, from what I understand, the game ends like you actually can't like beat him. Like you don't. It's not like the other games where like you you know you you kill him or whatever. Like yeah, there's no winning. He's a president. Like it's like this is a bigger. This is a big fish. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're not yeah. gonna go down and take him down. It's different. Yeah, but even even in uh, was it. 
pagan men from Far Cry Four. Four. Uh, you pagan can still men. like kill him. Yeah, but the world was yeah. smaller. <laughs> he was the leader of a country. I don't know. <laughs> he, uh, or he made his own country. I think I don't even remember. I pl- I started playing Far Cry Five a while ago, and then also just left it, but not because. I didn't like it. I think at the time I just had too much to play and just I haven't gone back because I'm like, is it really different than the rest of them? See, that's the problem with those I have in my exactly I have that game in like my two play pile because you know take it out. Everything just keeps stacking up. Like as soon as I get like another game, like five more come released and I'd rather play some of them. Um I miss the days when I would play games and then get them done and i'd be like bored waiting for more games to come out because it was like i have nothing to play whereas well, now the, the thing is is like when you got a game uh generally when we were younger you could only afford to get one game so then yeah. you had to like save up for like six to seven months yeah. before you could buy another one and by that time uh you know christmas came around and someone might probably b- buy you a video game or you know if you're yeah. If you're talk- some of us like Pasquale or, or me that has birthdays in the later months, you know, you know, you might you might get something cheaper because, you know, lots of or some of the new games tend to come out for the holiday season. Right. So. Yeah. But I'm talking like like when I, when we were in high school, like playing, it's like you would or at least me, I would play games. I'd be able to play like Skyrim. No problem. Like finish that entirely and be like, all right, what else can I do? Whereas now it's like. I guess either there's not enough time or there's just too many games coming out. It's not, it's too, you don't have enough time. It, there's more things you have to care about. Think about your day, right? Yeah. You wake up at like what, four or five, five in the morning? No, six thirty. Okay, whatever. That's early. You wake up at six thirty, you go to work. You're not, when are you home? Uh, four forty five, five o'clock ish. Eat dinner. It's what? Six yeah. thirty? If dinner's ready right away. Yeah. yeah so you can play maybe. You can maybe play a little bit before dinner, but yeah. you're not going to do that. You're going to sit on your phone and you're going to yeah. talk to your parents <laughs> and you're going to scroll Instagram or whatever. You're... Realistically, I play after dinner all the time for maybe two hours and then that's yeah. my night. <laughs> like, and your girlfriend wants to talk to you and then... Exactly. So it's like, well... You want to go out. Yeah. Whereas before you'd play, you come home from school at three o'clock, you'd play till dinner. Finish dinner, go back to dinner. play until like midnight, 1 a.m. Then you go to bed, wake up. It's like it's just different. It's like it was like seven yeah. hours of playing games, man. That's I'm true. sure. Um, I'm sure you feel this probably more than anything, uh, Steph. But I get this thing where I feel guilty uh, that I mm. have time to play a video game, and I feel like I should be doing something uh, like around the house or or like some sort of like productive thing that like I should be doing like this task that I've been putting off and. Um, I'll sit down and play a game and play for 15 minutes and go, ah, oh, but I should do this other thing. And then I get up and stop playing. So it feels like games take longer for me to, to complete because like I have so much other things on my mind. Yeah. Like it's, you know, I work all day and then Leo comes home and I spend like, time with him. Yeah. And then me dinner and then he goes to bed at seven, eight o'clock. And it's like, okay, I could go right to playing games, but I have a relationship to manage and <laughs> and then I need to not be up until two in the morning. Um, 
So they need to, they need to wake up at five o'clock because it's the kid who wakes up. So yeah. yeah. Do you feel that you get tired playing games sometimes? Like you're in the oh, middle dude, of thing and you're just like I fell asleep playing <laughs> Digimon Survive. <laughs> I was falling asleep playing Coffee Talk or Rave Press Podcast. Oh, like that, it's, that synth pop was really calming. On my on my third playthrough of uh Digimon Survive, like I, I could just put like auto battle on and I uh I could just do like the skip thing and then I would only have to push anything when i got to like a certain thing and there was a there was a section that I was in that was basically just all story uh going on for like five minutes of just the the fast forward function working oh my and God. alice is sitting next to me and she just she's like i was wondering what's going on because you're just sitting there and all of a sudden i hear like a heavy breathing and i look over and your eyes are closed that you're holding the <laughs> control in your hand and the game's just running so that's yeah grandpa style but like like i i do that like sometimes playing pokemon like i'll um I'd, I'd be sitting with my my game boy or my ds or whatever laying in bed and then i just get comfortable and it's almost yeah. like it's it's hypnotizing right yeah. doing the same like uh, repetitive thing and then you just nod off into sleep I also find it depends on the game you're playing too, because yeah, like you said, yeah, it could be stuff repetitive. Like I'm kind of finding that with Outer Worlds, not that it's boring or anything. It's just like kind of you're just walking around and just like I don't know, maybe the world is just hypnotizing, and I'm just like, oh, okay, I'll I could fall asleep. It's because the combat combat isn't super engaging. Like it's it's just shoot. It's like pretty chill shooting. Like not like it's not like high level Halo or Call of Duty, right? We're getting paid attention, so yeah. Well, you're also not like doing blaze next speeds, trying to like hurry up and dodge people that are shooting yeah. at you from like yeah. every corner. Like Spider Man, I was I was awake for that because you're like I've actively well, it's, it's a fast it's a fast pat like fast paced yeah. game, right? So yeah, yeah, it it makes it harder when you got a game that's like a like a slow burn, but mm-hmm. I don't a little fun sometimes. Anyway, Far Cry, not not paying that much. Talk about a boring game, Far Cry. <laughs> Talk about a snooze fest, you know what I mean? So generally, like when a when a game of the year edition game comes out, it usually releases at the same price as the base game was released at. Typically, right? maybe like ten bucks more, but if, yeah. if if that, like I remember buying, uh like fallout uh game of the year edition uh for the same price as like when the when the initial game dropped with all the dlc like that's that's kind of to be expected i think it's kind of insane for ubisoft to be like yeah you're gonna pay the same price that you would be paying for all the dlc anyways like because the idea is it's had its time to run its course people have bought it and this is like the chance for people who are holding out to get everything all at once and pay yeah. more. <laughs> well, the idea was to not pay, like you know, initially, but now, yeah. like Ubi's, like I just don't know what, what makes them think this is justified for their game. They <laughs> like, used to who told they, them that. Like when, for example, when Assassin's Creed, like one of the earlier games, used to come out first, like they would release versions that had a um a figure in it, right? Like a. 10 inch whatever ultimate edition or whatever ultimate edition yeah and that that whole thing would come with like maybe some i don't remember if they had dlcs or what it was at the time but 
they had like bonus stuff in it and that whole thing probably costed 120 i'm like but that came with like a physical figure and like all this other stuff and i'm like okay that's worth it because it's actually like something whereas this is like well you've released this already give me give it cheaper like it doesn't yeah. need to be the fuck what's what's the what's the upside for me buying this version there isn't really one exactly so- the three DLCs that are titled Collapse, Control, and Insanity, um, they're about $15 a piece, or they're 40 bucks if you buy the season pass. Okay, so, so 40 bucks. So even, I believe this is, this is all USD, by the way. So if you're buying all these, you know, that's, that's 40 bucks. You're buying the base game. It's what sixty bucks, I think, right Maybe now. More now. I don't know if they've upped it. In the but stage. even if, even that, that's that's only a hundred bucks, and then they expect you to buy, um, the Blood Dragon for another fifteen dollars, which you can buy for, uh, I believe <laughs> it's seven dollars and fifty cents on on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. Because they're slapping Game of the Year edition on it, hoping the people that don't know that it didn't win will think like, oh, it's Game of the Year, probably it might be good, whatever, right? So they're just going to be like getting extra revenue from people that don't follow this kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of a silly move, and I'm not surprised that they're trying to do this. Um, But who knows uh if we're going to start seeing other games kind of fall suit and jacking the price up of their game of the year edition um but you know do you think do you see this as like a harmful thing or do you see this as like a uh do you see this as like a like a good idea I, I, like personally i don't think it's a great idea but no i mean for them it's probably a good idea cuz like for them they're just making mo- more money but in general are people actually gonna buy you think well i mean obviously somebody will but like enough people to make that seem justified probably well but i don't know we have to wait to see but i i wouldn't buy it for this much like it's not it's not worth it yeah i mean i didn't even buy the original game for full price so (laughs) there you go i don't know there's lots of games i'd pay more money would have paid more money for far cry 6 is not one of them yeah I would have paid more money for for Witcher Three. That game was worth yeah. more than I paid for it. Because well, that game is like a three hundred hour game, whereas it, and it was good. Yeah, like, whereas, like, this is probably like total content hours is probably like I'm gonna be generous and say a hundred. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, there's a ton of content, but it's fucking boring. That's why I stopped playing it. Like normally, I would just power through and finish the game, even though it's kind of boring. Yeah, but I was still on the first island. I was like, I, I don't want to do this for two more islands. islands? Yeah, like I'm good. Like I've done this. I'm. I don't yeah. need any more yeah. of this. Rinse, repeat. Oh, well, who knows what we'll see coming into the future when it comes to more game of the year editions? But hopefully, there'll actually be a game that has won some sort of yeah, you know, award for their game. Oh well. Eh. Moving on, Boom Stinger. Microsoft reportedly tried to bring the Xbox Game Pass to PlayStation. But of course, Sony said no. Shocker. Yeah, so Microsoft confirms that it wanted to bring the Xbox Game Pass to the PlayStation, but received a sharp no from Sony. 
according to a report from Tom Warren of The Verge, we learned that Microsoft, in an effort to defend the acquisition of the Activision Blizzard, has been discussing the Xbox Game Pass and whether the service could have come to PlayStation if Sony wanted to. But we're never going to see it. There's always been a long distance battle between Sony and Microsoft. And, you know, I think the acquisition of Blizzard and Activision really put a sour taste into Sony's mouth, especially since they think that Call of Duty becoming a possible lock to one console exclusive uh, isn't playing fair. Which, you know, also at the same time, Sony used to get a lot of um, early access stuff to to Call of Duty, so I can understand why they're they're pissed off about that. Yeah. But. You know, it's 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 just another big rivalry going on, especially now that we got the the PlayStation uh, plus was super ultra, whatever bullshit thing, (laughs) Um, you know. PlayStation Plus Super Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, that's it. Three sixty five. So one of the so one of the main concerns behind the possible success of the deal is the fact that the subscription service might have a monopoly on the market, and then strongly hindering Sony and PlayStation. Uh, And this is the exact reason that the CMA uh, and the UK antitrust body have decided to temporarily block the deal that like has literally infuriated Microsoft leading them to launch a giant accusation having the defense of Sony without considering the facts that it is potential harm to consumers when really it's it's just going to harm Sony well i guess uh, maybe not though they've already probably i mean their their current deals stand and they want they give they're going to give them three more for now years yeah, my point is that this is not gonna actually this is not gonna get them to want to keep it there any longer. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I'm, if I'm Xbox and this deal eventually goes through, be like, well, oh, is my is my deal not sufficient for three more years? Well, I guess you don't get any more years then. Sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you think they're gonna use it as like blackmail? <laughs> yeah. No, I just think like Sony enough regulatory bodies. I think I think it's fine. But I think that they're fighting against it is a losing battle. And I think they're just causing themselves more harm than good. And I also think it's this weird play. Like, it makes them look super weak. Like, they're complaining. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they're complaining about... Um, <clears throat> they're complaining about uh, Call of Duty. Not, there's no, being no competitor to Call of Duty, but they haven't actually tried to put out a competitor to Call of Duty at all. They don't, they don't have a single first-person shooter. Uh, in, not in the yet. last... 10 years. Well, that's my point, though. Like, how can yeah. you. You don't know. How do you know you can't make a couple? They just haven't had to because they've been relying on third, this third party deal. That's true. So, like, and the fact Ooh. that you're like, well, burying your first party. If I've worked at Sony as a first party, like, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what the hell? Like, don't you think, though, like, if they, if Sony did allow Game Pass to be on it, then everything's just going to become kind of one unanimous system i guess or one unanimous entity like it's not going to be like sony and xbox it's just going to be mixed everything's going to be mixed 
Like, and then Ooh, I would so really care about that because, like, that all it does is, is weaken Xbox's hardware value, increase Sony's hardware value. But Xbox doesn't care about the hardware; they're caring about the Game Pass. So like, but Sony does care about the hardware. So if I if Sony's like, okay, I can get because the idea maybe this isn't on the table for Xbox, but like the deal would be like I said this before: like if they just released a Xbox exclusive version of Game Pass on PlayStation, mm-hmm. like that would do no harm to Sony. From a game selling standpoint, it actually only benefit somebody. I, I I don't know like the logistics of it, but I feel like it would harm them. I I don't know like honestly like like who's getting the money in that case? Like is it Microsoft? Is it Sony? Is it Sony would probably get a percentage of Game Pass subscription money, just like they do for like EA Play, right? And and then they would that's it. They would get the whatever the monthly percentage is for the for that. Oh. And then whatever games sell on their console and whatever exclusives they sell in their own membership. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which you would still need to play online anyway. Yeah. That's true. So, But that being said, I don't, know, I don't know if Xbox is offering that version. They might be saying full Game Pass, which then would be kind of bullshit for Sony because there's lots of games on there that you could buy. Yeah. yeah. You would they would get 30% of that versus the 30% of $70 versus like the 10% of whatever you know, whatever the deal would be for the sub- subscription, right? So whatever like, you'd be playing games on there and never buy a Sony game. <laughs> like it, that's my point. Yeah. Like it would yeah. it would that would that would affect them negatively for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so this has all been revealed by Tom Warren, who says that Microsoft claims that it would have had wanted to bring the Game Pass subscription to the PlayStation consoles as two, a move that would particularly would have received a sharp note from Sony, which it did. And as a result, Microsoft claims that Sony has chosen to block Game Pass from PlayStation, then launching a jab against the PlayStation Plus subscription service was saying Microsoft says Sony uh, blocked the thing and has elected to protect its revenues of from sales of newly released games rather than offer gamers the choice of accessing them via the subscription service. That's hilarious. PlayStation Plus. <laughs> Uh, the implication Relax. from the Redmond House is very clear that if Sony claims that they want to protect consumers' interests by blocking the deal, then they should make moves that allow them greater choice as well as offering potential savings on the purchase of games. Uh, this is, of course, Xbox's um, only defense, really. And we don't know if there's any, going to be any kind of statement from PlayStation. Um, but, you know. It's kind of interesting to see that there was like an attempt to bring Game Pass onto the PlayStation. Maybe, who knows, we might get Xbox Game Pass onto the Switch eventually. Who knows? It's, it's possible. I, I, yeah. It could be possible. I mean, based on the other article, we were talking about Game Pass making $2.9 billion for but Xbox on consoles. They would love it to, to be everywhere. Could, so. yeah. could um, Switch even run most of the games on there? Game Pass well, is streaming. I, yeah, but then great, you gotta stream everything. Xbox, yeah, but uh, even Nintendo's already doing that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Nintendo's got a lot of games that are unfortunately uh, cloud based, but you know, you you might be able to to run like some smaller games. Like even think if you could run like uh, Tunic or um, True. Maybe hey, maybe you might be able to play like banjo kazooie nuts and bolts you know you never know 
You can probably yeah. add a wild idle world on there. Anything's anything's possible. You, you, well, play Doom on there. You can play Outer Worlds on there. Yeah, Outer World is is on the Switch, so yeah, there you go. Was it good? I don't know, but it's on there. I have no idea. <laughs> you yeah, like you said, you could play Skyrim. You could play Doom. Who knows? I just, that's a funny statement from Xbox. Like, yeah, we're for the gamers. No, y'all are only for your bottom line, both of you. So I don't know why you're both pretending well, like this is anything but what it is. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, it's so funny. They're they're all self-serving to their own agenda which is the almighty dollar like the, the yeah. thing that we as consumers and gamers need to realize is that the gaming companies are not our friends and they don't have our best interests the only thing that they are interested in is lining their own pockets and making us fight for their affection like yeah. prize you know well, that was Chicken the whole fights. point. Of, that was the console wars, PS3 and 360 days. Well, oh, there's, back, always, though, there's always been a console war, like yeah, from the get go. That was like the height well, of it. Well, Xbox One sucked so bad, and it wasn't even a war. It was just a. <laughs> it was a murder. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> but uh, stop! That, He's already dead. <laughs> He's already <laughs> dead. It's it's funny to me. Like, yeah, okay, so Game Pass is better for gamers because. You can get more games for cheaper. Okay, sure. And something can be like, well, it's actually worse for gamers because it devalues games and makes game manufacturers make less money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can just go back and forth with the pros and cons of both versions, and they're just gonna like keep throwing jabs at each other and throwing like it's a fucking political race. Yeah. Well, that's like with anything, right? It's it's really easy to say, like, yeah, they are. Uh... They're not playing ball, so obviously they don't care about their their consumer base. But you know, Sony's always been very protective of their first party games, Mm -hmm. and they've always been very straightforward, being like, you know, it's they're not going to give away the the new stuff for free because, like, like you said, like those those first few months of sales are very important for the studios and you know sony invests a lot of money in their stuff and maybe if they were like microsoft where like their revenue wasn't just um like their their movies and stuff like that where microsoft makes a lot of its money based off of its uh, computer software and and stuff like that versus sony which i think most of its revenue comes from it's entertainment side, right? So, yeah, well, I think yeah, Microsoft like, what made made back the deal for Bethesda in like they made back the Activision Blizzard deal in like six months. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like, like when most like most people that have a business run Microsoft computers, right? The only yeah. outliers you're going to find is like people that are doing things like design. design and stuff like that where usually it's 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 on a mac and then you get some people that do programming that's that's going to be on a linux system but like most of the time it's it's made with windows parts right so yeah it's it's just one of those things but like i said they they aren't in support of of gamers it's all about 
who can wave the biggest stick and dangle that carrot in front of us. So, except for Nintendo, they're for the gamers. Yeah, they Nintendo's mean. just for the gamers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> A specific kind of gamer. Boom singer. Speaking of Nintendo, VTubers have been banned from YouTube after streaming Splatoon 3 porn. (laughs) Nintendo has reposted its content policy after VTubers splattered realistic porn all over stream. So apparently it's possible to display porn in Splatoon 3 matches. Uh, like, this weekend, a group of VTubers broadcasted porn videos in Splatoon 3 by having the ink projectiles as a video screen. And this stream caused Splatoon AV, meaning adult video, to trend on Japanese Twitter. And the participating VTubing group, I'm probably going to butcher this name, Sinsogumi, issued an apology. Um, so according to, (laughs) we'll get into that apparently. So according to, uh, automation, yeah, automation media, a VTuber, Sinsogumi made porn appeared by setting the ink transparency to zero and then showing a porn video underneath it. So Nintendo didn't like that and responded, uh, effectively by throwing a copyright strike on one of their more popular av videos apparently uh some robin hoods on the internet have preserved some clips of the original stream though um so i haven't seen the video i i you know personally i don't want to see porn <laughs> blasted into a child's video game but like, like why that's the biggest issue why what, what's the point <laughs> Why do people do anything bad, you know? Yeah. I think it's just because you can. They found an exploit and they saw a means to do it. And as we've learned from Twitch, you can full out, you know, bang your boyfriend on stream, (laughs) uh, get banned for seven days, and then effectively increase your subscription rate by 100,000. Yeah. effectively giving you a higher presence so yeah no problem no problem you know when in doubt whip it out and <laughs> you know get a seven day vacation from streaming and come back even stronger than ever you know yeah. harder stronger faster better yeah according to this uh article in this video you can see more parts of the porn uh are displayed whenever the ink is splattered across the field and an archive tweet from one of the participating VTubers says that it was part of a competition where whichever side got banned from YouTube would lose. So they're kind of doing like as a game to see who could get banned first, apparently. Oh my God. Kind of stupid, you know? Is that what, is that what people are doing now? Is that just like, I'm, I'm so bored. I'm making all this money. Let's see who can get banned first. Apparently, it's it's who can do the dumbest thing first. So, who knows? Nintendo struck that down with their mighty ban hammer and said, you know, that ain't cool, bro. Yeah. 
So Nintendo seemed to respond to the incident and says, use that violates public order and morals, acts that intentionally misled the rules of the game, acts that significantly damage the value of the game or characters of the world, and acts that encourage or take advantage of them will be deleted or legally enforced. Uh, this tweet came from the official Japanese account. Um, they were reached out to see if the issue was specifically in response to the Splatoon scream, but nothing has come out. Um, yeah. Like, I imagine you know. that's like, like some sort of legal, like something, something illegal, like it's showing porn to minors. Yeah. Well, minors on there. On, on YouTube, nonetheless, like yeah. anyone can access that. Exactly. So as of yesterday uh, at 10 a.m., Several of the VTubers had uh, that had participated in this match have all had their accounts banned by YouTube. Uh, two of the streamers, uh, Ikuni Tumaru and uh, Kikaze Kimono, uh, had their accounts completely deleted for multiple or severe violations of YouTube's policy on nudity or sexual content um one of the uh other channels um sigure's channel had been deleted during the initial not safe for work stream um they uh they reached out to youtube to kind of clarify whether or not like nintendo had been involved with the removal of the account but uh nothing's nothing's been said but if we had to take a stab at it uh nintendo took their their giant you know took the took the the mushroom grew to big nintendo and just stomped down on youtube's door and said you're gonna delete this right sure, now." sure that's that's the g way to say it <laughs> yeah are are they surprised like uh, if they had like their accounts are deleted for but like they've done it multiple times so it's it's your own yeah fault. and Unlike unlike Twitch, um, once once you've been banned on YouTube, like you aren't coming back. Uh, mm. You get you get banned on Twitch and you're gone for like a couple days, maybe. Sometimes it's like 24 hours. Sometimes it's it's like a three day ban. Some days it's a seven seven day. Like the the girl right. that had sex with her boyfriend on stream. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're gone. You're no gone. more YouTube for you. Yeah, that's that's a shame for them. But you know, you dug your own grave. If you could, if you could do something stupid like broadcast um another video while you're playing a game on like like this, like not not to put like I'm not saying blast porn or anything like that. Like, what's something silly or stupid you think you would want to play? Like putting putting this on uh on the screen you know what i mean Ooh. hmm silly or stupid Ugh. honestly it just like <laughs> three stooges kind of stuff I don't know. <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> just play three stooges so yeah. my answer uh i would want to put like shrek like the shrek. movie shrek <laughs> on the back yeah, and then have dreamworks come after you now <laughs> yeah well, I'll let Nintendo and DreamWorks fight it out. See who can who can do it there. But like you know, Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Yeah. Um, you know, you get that blasted through there. 
uh get the scene where donkey is telling shrek that he wants to make pancakes in the morning and oh you know all's all's good yeah if it was me i'd probably do like I'd go like old school and make like never going to give you up Rick roll people with it. You know? Oh, that yeah, would yeah. be good. I thought about doing the Rick roll, but like the Rick roll so old that like it's, it's no. been done. Look at the new Rick roll. The one where he just recently. Did, uh, oh, on the Geico video. commercial. Yeah. Or no, or was it, was it Geico or is it uh triple a? I have no idea. Yeah. Honestly, that song's dope. People <laughs> sleep on Rick Astley, but. No oh, dude, I I got the the Rick Astley cassette like in my cabinet. It's a it's a treasure that I found at a thrift store, and I will hold <laughs> on to that for the rest of my life. You can't let that get that let that kind of music go to waste. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, like he's never gonna give me up. Um, never gonna let you down. Never, never gonna let me down. Never, never gonna turn around and hurt you. Exactly. He'd never forget your birthday. He wouldn't. You know, I, I'm sure he never would. He's, never he's gonna, the kind of guy gonna, I'm sure remembers everybody's birthday. He wouldn't rickroll you. He might. I don't know. He might. Could you imagine it, real life rickrolling? That'd be awesome, actually. You just you oh. just like open your door, uh, and you're expecting like Jehovah's Witness or something to show up, but it's actually Rick Astley, and he just plays. Uh, never gonna give you up on the acoustic guitar, yeah. and then he just runs away laughing maniacally. You know what would be the best gift? You know those videos you can get uh, celebrities to like say happy birthday or whatever to you, send it, but oh, like, like a, like a video just cuts to the to the song. You, you think he's on cameo? I feel like he that's a golden opportunity wasted. Uh I I, I bet you Rick Astley's on cameo. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple different ones. Uh, there is someone that is Rick Astley, the cameo guy. Uh, the Rick Astley, the song guy. So apparently he just Rick rolls you. That's amazing. Uh, but it's not Rick Astley himself. So I don't, I don't know. I guess Rick Astley's not not on cameo. I was listening to a, a podcast with the guys from the office and uh, the guy who plays Kevin. I was like, you know, I sat down to do a, uh, to do an audition for, or he's like, in a boardroom and he has to go talk to a bunch of the executives and they all looked at him when he came in and started talking. And he was like, they wouldn't stop staring at me because they, they just didn't think, they didn't understand why I didn't sound like Kevin. <laughs> do you know, like, he's like one of the top earners on Cameo? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like it's insane, like how much he does, like cameo. Like I think he made more on cameo than he did this like entire time on The Office. Wow, really? Yeah. Um, but like, there's so many people that are on cameo that you can just get like the most random thing. Like, I think one of the most expensive right now is um, uh, what's his name from Motley Crew? Jizzy Jizzle. Uh, <laughs> Um, Vince Neil. Also, oh, no, not the, not the one I thought. No, it was. not not Tommy Lee. Uh, no, like Vince Neil. Like I've I've seen some of his cameos. Like people pay like, I think it's like three hundred and fifty U.S. dollars for that, and like, uh, he's fucking wasted out of his mind, and he like <laughs> doesn't 
Like, there was one they played on uh, one of the radio stations out this way. And this guy had ordered one for his brother for his birthday. And he's like a huge, like Motley Crue fan. And basically like what you do for anyone that doesn't know uh, anything about Cameo, uh, you basically write them like a little script or like you just give them the details and just you ask them to be like, hey, this is from my brother, Michael. It's his birthday. He's turning 42. I just want you to wish him like a happy birthday and give like a nice anecdote or something like that. And this Vince Neil was like, hey, Mitchell, it's your birthday, man. Keep on rocking in the free world. You know, like, <laughs> like didn't say the right name, like <laughs> didn't acknowledge anything. And just like he's slurring on his words and, you know, like he doesn't even remember the lyrics to his own songs and stuff like that. Like it's the reality is, though, would you want anything different from a monthly that's a, that's, that's more authentic, that's, I feel like. I think that's like one of those things like it's so funny because it's so bad but like i can see like someone being like so upset like you you paid this guy like 350 bucks for this and he just like fucks fucks the entire thing (laughs) for actually i'm looking on it now steph william daniels uh who plays mr feeney i know he i know you guys on there i need need to give me a a pep talk yeah you know maybe Maybe we need to get like uh, Pat on cameo. Like he's he's got that kind of voice where like he he can he can tell you happy birthday and mean it. Maybe. Uh, not, I wouldn't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for money he might. Yeah, maybe if I paid Pat fifty dollars, he might wish me a happy birthday on my birthday. Did uh? There's something like cameo. There's something like cameo uh, for musicians, Chris. I don't know if you've seen this. Like, yeah, like you, you can hire them to do like for one song or like their features. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen some of them. Some of the prices on some of those people are insane. It's kind of cool though. Like, if you need like a, you know, it, it ups your rap. Your rap. If you can say you had like, obviously, I don't think Travis Barker's on there, but like, as an example, like Travis Barker as a feature on your song, you know, like things like that make yeah. it look, look like you're a bigger deal than you are. Yeah, uh, I remember like with our band, um, uh, I'm sh- I'm sure only you are going to recognize this one, but uh, uh, my buddy and my drummer went to a concert where Era was playing and uh, he talked to Jesse Cash, who's the guitar player for Era, and he asked like, hey man, like, would you do a feature on one of our songs? And he's like, yeah, you just send me like, I, I forget what he said, it was like 250 us or something like that and uh he'll do like whatever you like if you want him to sing or whatever do a solo and then you just pay him for that and then uh (laughs) he's like cool like what do i need to give you and he's like well just send me like your lyrics and if you don't if i don't like them i'm just gonna rewrite them anyway so we're like (laughs) okay (laughs) cool honestly depending (laughs) depending who you send that money to that might be worthwhile free songwriting (laughs) yeah that's true actually a little insulting, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> Take it how you want, but that was like the thing with uh with uh Corey Taylor who's who like read who read uh what the fuck's his name? Machine Gun Kelly's lyrics. I was like, this is shit, I'm not I'm not singing this song. <laughs> like yeah. this is awful. Yeah. Started their whole beef. What can't be any worse than uh Corey Taylor was on um 
Steel Panther. Oh my and, yeah. <laughs> but their their lyrics are bad on purpose. So that's different. Yeah, exactly. Oh, let's play what's that game? Hey, so if you're new to the show, this is the section of the show that we play a little game where we describe a game poorly and then us playing then have 10 yes or no questions to try and determine what that game might be. Last week, Pasquale, you got the game right from Pat via Google. this week via Google. Uh, so that means this week you are the one describing a game poorly. Cool. Okay. So your game described poorly is two is always better than one until there's a choice to be made. Two is always better than one until there's a choice to be made. Okay. All right. Let's get this going. First off, is this a console exclusive? No. Is this an adventure game? Um, no. Okay, so it's not like, okay. Uh, does this game involve shooting? Yes. Did this game come out in the last 10 years? No. Well, older than 10 years. All right. Mm-hmm. Does this game come from an existing IP? Yes. Is this a game in a series? Yes. Well, okay, hang on. Back to Chris's question. When he says existing IP, it's mm-hmm. kind of kind of the same thing. Okay, well, okay, re- reiterate. By uh, existing IP would would mean there's a sequel or a prequel. No, she, he means like something that's like a. You mean something that doesn't exist in video games, but exists outside of video games, right, Chris? Uh, I just mean from like it's like an from it comes like from like an existing IP. Like I mean like it's not the first in a series or comes from like a movie or from a comic or something. Then yes, it, it or no, it, sorry. Yes, it is part of an existing IP. And then Steph, you said. Is it in a video game series? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So in this, in this case, they are the same thing, but it didn't have to be like, it could have been a movie. But yeah. 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 So. yeah. Okay, so that's six. We got three more questions. Yeah, uh, four more. Okay. Um, so based off the last two answers, I'm guessing that this might be like a sequel. So. Is that a question? No, I'm just. waxing poetic. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking to my bud here. Kind of sort of remembered my birthday, but. <laughs> <laughs> was um, gently reminded <laughs> um is this game on RPG no 
So it's a shooter. Two is always better than one until there is a choice to be made. Does this game involve multiplayer? Yes. Um, now, just to clarify this. Mm-hmm. Does that mean the game itself is multiplayer or it has a multiplayer mode? Mm, multiplayer. Uh, let's see. Hang on. I would say. It can be multiplayer. It can also be single player. Also, maybe they co-op. Co-op, sure. I'll give that one to you. Two is better than one unless there's a choice to be made. Involves shooting. Older <laughs> than ten years old. It's not Fucking a console. The first time I pick a difficult one, Pat's not even here to guess. It's not a I console know. exclusive. It's not an adventure game. And it's not, shooting. It's not an RPG either. No. Nope. Yeah. Over ten years old. Three more questions, if I'm not mistaken. Two more this, questions. Is this a, a PS2 GameCube era game? It is not. <laughs> I feel like it's not going to be older than that because Pasquale doesn't play games older than that. Well, hold on, N64. I played. I was going to say it's got. It's got to be his, an N64. <laughs> That's the oldest that he goes. Uh, we got one more question here. One more question. It's not a console exclusive. It is not. It's in a series. We haven't really learned a lot about. Can this I clarify game right something now. about sure. that? When you say not a console exclusive, are you defining console as like literally being on a console, or console as in like um, a, a Nintendo sixty four to a GameCube? To yeah, a, exactly. No, no. So it's like like PlayStation to Xbox kind of thing. Okay, cool. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Two is always better than one until there is a choice to be made. I feel like you're going to tell me what it is. I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> I don't know if you will. I'm not sure if you guys would have played this or not. But Does this game... Mm-hmm. Involve voice acting. Yes. Okay. That is your last question. Yeah. So okay. you may start guessing. Five questions ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We got to make two guesses here, Steph. All right. Oh, man. This is hard. I'm proud of myself for this one. This is You should be. <laughs> I, I want to think it's like he's being coy with that like I think we're I feel like I'm overthinking that <laughs> you are I feel like it's one of those things like like he's a mega player play a certain position or something like that you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like like one person has to because it's like it's multiplayer so like one person has to play a certain character and no one wants to play that character or something I'll give it to you. It's like it, it's co-op, it, or it can be co-op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it! A co-op game where you have to make a choice. Yeah, an answer here. Can I give up one of my 
No, I don't have a good enough question to justify that. Yeah, Maybe. if you want to give up a guess for a question. I don't have a good enough question to justify that. <laughs> Is this game... Are giving up a guess? No, no, I'm I'm gonna say a guess, but I'm just trying. Oh, okay. Is this game? Wow. <laughs> I got literally nothing up there right now. Now you know how I feel on most you, times so, with this. So give me give me your give me your answers, Chris. So far. So we have said we found out that this is not a console exclusive. It's not an adventure game. Uh, this game does involve shooting. It is older than 10 years old. It comes from an original IP. Um, or an existing IP. Um, it's Part in a series. series. Yeah. It's not an RPG. It involves multiplayer, which we have now found out that is a co-op. Um, it's not from the PS2 GameCube uh, era, and it has voice acting. Gonna need an answer here. Is it? Damn, a Toy Story? Like I don't. No. Toy <laughs> Story. <laughs> I don't remember Toy Story having shooting in it. <laughs> it does. Toy Story Three: The Game has shooting in it. Does it? Yeah. Oh. I take that back then. Not that it really matters, because it's not yeah. that. So. <laughs> um, anyway, he doesn't, he doesn't think we, we might have not played it, he also thinks. so. Yeah. Kind of, I feel like this is one of the more obscure games. Uh, it's obscure. Oh, to, that's to, not great. to an extent. Uh, I was going to say, is this Borderlands 2? <laughs> no. That's older than 10 years. <laughs> you got to go one mm. more each. Steph? Borderlands was a good guess. <laughs> um, I'm sure I got nothing. Um, is is this game 007 Nightfall? <laughs> oh, no, he's, dying. he's dying. Okay. It, well, after you're done dying, it sorry, is, it I don't know what happened there. <laughs> If you were shocked that it's not 007. Yeah. I guess I guess so. I was like, come on, it has to be it. Yeah. All right, that's it. All right, Chris. Last mm -hmm. guess. I feel like the shooting thing might have been like a, like a, a misdirection. Decoy. Yeah. Yeah. A red herring, as they say. Yeah. Um, is this Time Splitters? No, it is okay. not. All right. So the game in question is Army of Two, the Fortieth Day. You son of a bitch! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, that okay. game was so bad. I played that game. <laughs> well, the first okay, one was good. Yeah, the the because at the the end of the game, it makes you choose which of you to sacrifice yourself. Didn't play that one, so... Yeah. Oh, damn it. See, I, I was like... I was thinking of co-op games, and I'm like, I don't know. I just couldn't remember any. And I think yeah, it's because I, I kept thinking, I was like, oh, it has to be N64. 
Yeah, yeah. I know. See, yes, placed PS2 in like GameCube, but I'm like, it didn't say it couldn't be sooner than that. Well, yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to think of like what had voice acting because like I knew voice acting meant that it was newer than GameCube because a lot of the GameCube games didn't have voice acting. But yeah, um, I mean, PS2 had so or sorry, and yeah, and 64 didn't have, but like some GameCube games did. Uh yeah. Well, that was a good job, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, congrats yeah, shit, on that. Now you have to think of another one. So fuck, <laughs> it's never ready. I'm gonna make another one, and it's gonna be so easy. Pass gonna get in the first shot. Yeah, yeah exactly. And he's gonna be like, "See, he's not gonna believe this." He's just gonna think like, we forgot guys, to play last week. Yeah. You guys just gave me an easy one just to welcome me back. That's all. Yeah, that's that's what I did. Oh. Well, congratulations for Squally. You will be the returning champ next week. And thank you, thank you. You know, good luck. Maybe I'm you'll find another guess. obscure game that someone might not guess. Yeah. That's we'll see. Cool. Oh, cool. Well, this has been this episode of the Let's Get Gaming Podcast, episode 76. Thank you so much for listening. Not that I'm sure why you are, but you know. We appreciate you. Uh, be sure to check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I believe Twitter is Let's GG Podcast. Same with our, our Facebook. And, uh, you know, be sure to listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Anchor FM, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, apparently. I didn't know that we were on Stitcher, but that's been confirmed, I guess. Yeah, I think and, we said that uh, last week please review us it does this good yeah 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 review the show on itunes you cowards it, it does actually help the show so just, just uh, like us at least <laughs> yeah thanks again to anchor fm for sponsoring us uh if you haven't heard the ad read a million times you know just go start your own podcast using anchor fm uh thanks, i've been your host voice. chris <laughs> yeah I've been your host, Chris. My birthday was yesterday and all my friends <laughs> forgot. But that's okay, because I'm joined here with them now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Stefano Fontaine. Keep your stick on the ice. That's the most pop punk lyric I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Maybe I'll write it down. And yeah. <laughs> goes. Happy birthday next year, Chris. I'm next ahead year. of the game. Uh, ahead yeah. of the game. There you go. Yeah. It's like it's like the dad that went out for milk, but comes back when his son uh makes it big on the on the sports team and you know it's like i never forgot son i was just <laughs> training you back. for the future <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> have to make it tough that's yeah. right yeah. Thanks, thanks for listening bye 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 guys